Hi everyone, I'm Alex. I'm Maggie. And this is Socially Cause. The podcast for all things geek, nerd, TV, film and marriage. Yeah, so today we'll be talking about the last part of that intro, which is the marriage side of things. Yeah. Because it's something we feel quite passionately about. Probably mm-hmm. not in the way that you're immediately thinking. No. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is, yeah, it's something that we feel quite, quite strongly about. Not in any, I mean, you know neither of us are religious for example or anything like that there are different reasons why you're passionate about it but we'll get into that later yeah and uh forward oh god that was very loud uh former like apologies is we just got two cats um so we're just kind of might at some point say things like ah, ah and stuff so just just ignore us we just have to get them used to the fact that maybe they don't have rain of all the tabletops and all yeah that. we're trying to keep an eye on them but it's Mm-hmm. so yeah so apologies. Um, apologies also if the sound quality is a bit off or anything like that we just got our new microphones Yay! Um, and we'll be you know we'll take a picture of a new office setup and all that kind of stuff but we're still we haven't ever done anything with like microphones or anything mm-hmm. before so we're still kind of trying to figure it out ourselves mm-hmm. so just so bear trying with us to, for that one yeah we're trying to make sure but honestly if you ever try it try and have a microphone and then headphones where you can hear yourself because it makes you rethink how you talk quite a bit I don't think it does. It makes me rethink. Really? But then again, I talk really fast. So that's I feel true. like I just slow down a little bit and we We both talk differently on the podcast, though. That's a thing. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, it's that's no big true. deal. Anyway, so, so yeah. shall we get on to marriage? Launching into our topic there. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I say, we just wanted to talk about marriage. Like I say, neither of us are religious or anything like mm-hmm. that. So we, we got married for the, the classical reason, shall we say, which is... Which is a little bit cheesy, but then again, you know. Sorry, cat is trying to climb onto a table. Um, yeah, we're just trying to basically teach them that kitchen counters and dining tables are off limits. By the um, way, our, our cat's names are Koth and Bast. So if anyone gets that reference, then you win. Yeah, and you let us know because we really want more people to get it. Um, yeah, so. But anyway, so marriage. So a little bit of background. Um, we're both, uh, I don't know whether we mentioned this ever, but we're both 25. It's on the website, but I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. we're both um, quite young. We got married on May the fourth because, of course, we, we are the best couple ever. Um, and you know, maybe maybe beginning with that reason of why we got married on that day might kind of help set the scene of what. Yeah, sure. So I mean, we'd been dating for a year and a half when we got engaged. When yes. we got engaged, mm-hmm. yeah, um, which was actually well done which was actually uh later than we that i kind of wanted to propose Mm -hmm. we're both those kind of people where we move very quickly Mm -hmm. um which we're both okay with like we i don't think we've done it as much as our previous we'd only each basically only had one relationship before this one um and we i don't think either of us moved as quickly as you know we did in this relationship uh, in previous relationships yeah no Um, very fast so yeah, we're going dating for about a year and a half. We met at university. Mm-hmm. Um, we were on the same course essentially, mm-hmm. and but our we friends. Didn't meet through the course. Yeah, our friends kind of introduced us to each other, saying, "Right, you two would be perfect for each other." Mm-hmm. And obviously, we were both super cynical. Mm-hmm. And then there was the six months that we we'll, we won't talk about. Mm-hmm. And then we eventually got together. But I mean, it's, to be fair, the six months is probably interesting as well in that perspective of. Okay, so there was this six month period where we didn't talk to each other yes. because we had. A, a disagreement that we won't get into mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and we didn't really know each other super well or anything, but 
Yeah, that we had a disagreement, so we didn't speak to each other for like six months mm-hmm. until I manned up and made the first move towards because, reconciliation. Because both of our friends were just insisting that we talk to each other. So Alex was the brave one to make the first move and apologize. Um, and I accepted that apology and also apologized, which is exactly how our marriage has worked up until now as well. So that was a good basis for it, actually, yeah. to be honest. I think I think it was, you know, back then, I don't think either of us were ready for yeah. the kind of relationships that we have now. Um, so we were both in a different mindset. And I think that six months kind of took for both of us to grow into the people that we then were able to be in a really good relationship so i think i think it worked towards our favor but yeah it was a rough time and then you know we hung out for a bit we did the whole thing Mm -hmm. where everybody knew before we did Mm -hmm. that we'd end up together obviously Mm -hmm. we were just really good friends at the time we Mm -hmm. had i invited maggie over to my student digs for a like a nerdy film night and uh, did and I make you naturals? No, no, it was fajitas. That was it. I, I tried to impress her by cooking fajitas. They were really nice. <laughs> they were nice, but I mean, you know, we could have... Like, we haven't really been on a date ever properly. No. Even in previous relationships. No. I never was for dating. Like, it was, hey, do you want to go out with me? Yeah, mm. done. Mm. And then with this one, it was more uh, typical mm-hmm. in so much that it was like, okay, we're not three anymore i can't just say do you want to be my girlfriend yeah. as much as looking back if i'd have said that you probably would have just said yeah well actually there was a big um period of un- not not big a small period of uncertainty when we started because um we were talking and you inadvertently almost kind of told me that you kind of don't want to jump into a relationship you want to kind of figure it out inadvertently i think it was something where i said that i want to kind of explore our relationship and you were like uh, i don't like I think we need that to take our time. That doesn't sound like me at all. I know, but it was very yeah. You said it, and then right. the next day, you just suddenly said, "Oh, you know, um, my family's having a get together, and I want my brothers to meet my girlfriend." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, girlfriend." So this is where we are now. So 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 you made a decision, and Alex was like, "What?" I'm like, "You said that you wanted to t- think it over and make sure that it was the right thing." I was like, "Yeah, no, I did that. It took me like five minutes." Yeah, but you just never let me know that you actually resolved that issue. I know, in your head. I know. But so yeah. that was quite funny. Um, so then, it, yeah, yeah, I like we were kind of six months. Well, to be fair, we were pretty much living together from the get go. Yeah. Um, and then six months in. Well, actually, to be fair, three months in, I had to go back home for summer. That's true. And I was in hospital, actually. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I was, I was supposed to take Maggie to the to the airport, obviously, to, you know, big emotional goodbye and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had gallstones. Yeah. So I ended up in hospital. So that was, didn't know it was gallstones at the time. So I had to deal with that for another good few months. Oh, yeah. But that's And I had topic. to fly home and I yeah. called my mother crying, hoping that she could take change the ticket and she could not. So it was so. pretty heartbreaking. But yeah, um, Maggie's from Slovakia originally, by the yeah. way. So when she says go home, she literally means go to another country it's not like oh yeah i had to pop down to scarborough go home i don't <laughs> so know she, how you could ever think that she I'm literally had to go to another country um so yeah it was a bit mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh sorry, sorry. Cat, Kof, cat on the table Kof has just jumped on the table cat on the table um so it wasn't like it was off to a good start i mean it wasn't anything majorly difficult or anything like that no. we didn't really have any problems there were no massive issues it was no. like every single thing that we could possibly come up with to talk about we had in common mm-hmm. um again this entire podcast is going to sound incredibly cheesy because when you think of an atypical really gooey romantic thing it's essentially what this is mm-hmm. so apologies in advance if you're listening to this and just gagging then 
tough because this is how we roll and we absolutely love it and we have no shame with no. it at all no um, we, we so yeah give i mean our friends all the advice that yeah. they don't request yeah with those people mm. and we're not sorry no. so um when was it that we moved into apple tree together how, how long was, into the relationship that was about a uh, just less than a year yeah because we, we lived with uh some of my family before then yeah um, we were basically both kind of you know i was i was doing a master's degree yeah we just graduated Alex was we both just graduated i started my master's degree and um I, so, I just uh, yeah i needed a job basically exactly so um, so we moved in with alex's brother yeah who kind of had us for about was it two months we yeah, were there? yeah two yeah, or three two, months, three months yeah. um and then and then we finally moved into our own first place together yeah so that was fun. i mean it's pretty quick in most cases but mm. we thought of it i don't want to say logically because that sounds really cold but mm. like we it was that kind of thing i was like well it makes sense that we live together we're mm-hmm. going out with each other it's mm-hmm. easier mm-hmm Let's just do that. Mm-hmm. And obviously there was like the, the lovey-dovey side of it as well. Where it's like, oh my God, we're going to live together. It's going to be our first flat. It's going to be amazing. Um, which it was. You know, it was really good. And even while I was living with my brother, I was like, oh, I definitely want to yeah. definitely want to marry this girl. Yeah. And it, again, you know, it sounds cheesy. So we were only going out for a few months and I was like, yeah, I'd definitely propose to this girl right now. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she'd say yes, which yeah. you would have. Yeah, I um, would but, you know, we kept a rain on it, which is Try. good because it led me to the engagement ring that mm-hmm. I found for you. Um, I did buy her a ring. That was the cat sneezing, by the way, if you heard that. Um, I did buy her a ring um, and I did come very close to using it as an engagement ring. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I just gave it to her as a gift. I thought, OK, you know, try and be sensible about it. Looking back, I'm like, ah, why do we bother being sensible about it? It would have just made sense to just do it. But anyway. Yeah um so i got her a ring yeah and then we read the book mm-hmm. which was name of the wind which is incidentally where we get the name for our two new cats as well so if you got, guess that at the start good on you well done um and there's a character in it called denna and she's basically the the love interest the unattainable love interest of the main character but not unattainable in the classic way where it's like she's above him or whatever mm. it's um it's all you have to read the book to fully understand i won't really go too much into it but she has a ring um that you know it's been a family heirloom for so long and then so you know uh, some guy basically takes it off her Mm. and um koth the main character he gets it back for her and it's all nice and restored and shiny and i bought that ring from the Mm. uh from the book's website um and yeah that was the ring i used to propose when we went back home Mm, to, well back to maggie's home to slovakia mm-hmm. my second home um i like to think um yeah i i proposed her at um bratislava castle mm-hmm. so that was lovely. really nice yeah um it was really good and it was i did the whole thing of asking her parents permission which is a mm. bit of a funny story as well because it was the first time i'd met her dad ever <laughs> like had, had i even met him over skype or anything by then i, I think i, I think skype. i had yeah, yeah. um Obviously, her, you know, Maggie's family lives in Slovakia. Um, uh, well, her dad actually lives in Austria. Um, well, I'm my mom now as well. Uh, now your mom does as well, but at the time she was living in uh, Bratislava. Um, so, yeah, it was the first time I, I would I'd met her dad. <laughs> and we were like, I couldn't get time alone with him. And I'd, like, we were only going to see him for a couple of days. So I was like, oh, I need to ask him now. I need to ask him because we're going to the castle on this date. And I really want to propose to the castle. Oh, I need to ask him now. And... Um, and um yeah so we were in like tesco or something 
you were in Tesco, yes. I went to get some and, of my favorite lemonade. That was it. And I, you know, sent Maggie just like, I don't know, like 30 feet away, just down the aisle to get some lemonade. It real, like, bear in mind, again, I'd only really known her dad for a couple of days at this point. I was like, right, quickly, Maggie's not here. Can I marry her daughter? And he was like, ah, oh, you know, if you want to take her off my hands, just be my guest. I was like, you know what, I'll take that. And, and then she came back. She's like, oh, what are you two talk about? Nothing. Nothing at all. To be fair, I kind of suspected yeah, that. Of course you, you did. Like, you, knew yeah. I, you knew I was going to propose yeah. to you on that holiday. I think so. Um, Although, to be fair, before that, you had told me that it's not going to be in Slovakia. You were like, I'm not going to propose in Slovakia. Yeah, obviously, I told you that. To try and throw you off the scent a little bit. I'm not an idiot. I know. I was awful. Um, I'm like, but, so like, dogged. And then I also nearly made a mom crash the car. Again, yeah, it was did. the only time I could get alone with yeah. her. Um, and we were coming back from a restaurant with a uh, big bunch of Maggie sort of extended family as well. Yeah, so, um, so I was in the car with my auntie and one of my cousins and the other two cousins were in the car with Alex and Maggie. But to and be I, fair, the cousins love me. Oh yeah, and I was getting in the car and my auntie was like, he's going he's to ask for your hand. I'm like, nah, it's fine, it's fine. And, and yeah, so we, we were driving down and I was trying to, because it's not like uncomfortable between me and my now mother-in-law, Lenka. It's not awkward or anything like that when no. we're alone but it was obviously just trying to like how the hell do i even start this conversation where i ask for permission to marry your daughter like so i was like so while we're alone uh had a quick question for you oh oh ollie uh, fast fast oh. if you heard that ringing there that was bass tail on the microphone um uh, is that how you knew it was there because i didn't even notice no I, I saw him at the corner of my eye but um yeah, so we were in the car and like we were driving down this country lane. I was like, "Can I, can I marry your daughter?" And she completely froze up. And like it, we nearly, we didn't nearly crash. It's a bit dramatic, but like um, looking back, it was like, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done it in a moving car." To yeah, be honest, with a, you know some, some children in the back, <laughs> not a good idea. So then it happened, and we got some time alone to go to Bratislava Castle because obviously I told her mom that we'd be i'd be proposing on that day and things like that and on the way out maggie had left first and on the way out she was like you got everything you feel all right i'm like yeah that's gonna be fine it's totally gonna be fine because we we're actually on, on the way to introduce me to some of your friends as well oh yeah um at the time yeah so yeah and then funny. i and then i proposed and everything was fine yeah everything um, was great and we found a uh we basically well after the proposal we were walking along to somewhere else and we found a conquer hey, hey. i see him i see him Hey, no. Um, we found a conker, and it had um two chestnuts in it. Like, yeah, it was like one one, one big conker shell, and then we opened it up, and there were two two conkers inside we it. Like, so we were like, oh, oh that's that's pretty good. We still and they got were it. they were like nestled into each other. Yeah, we still mm-hmm. got it. We got it in a little box of memories. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was super good. I was yeah. really happy with that. So that's the uh, eighteen minute um proposal up to proposal story. <laughs> <laughs> that's the 18 minute proposal anyway oh jesus i think I thought, no, it's like 15 minutes to be fair according no. to this yeah well but anyway yeah so we got proposed and then uh we lived together for a little bit longer and we we couldn't figure out when to set the date for mm. um because we were having trouble saving money and all that kind of stuff as well and then we we went back to Slovakia again mm. like a year later or mm. however long later for uh maggie's mom's birthday party mm-hmm. really nice birthday party um and we were there and i like I think I can't remember who it was. One of us leaned over to the other one, jokingly, because mm. we were talking about when to set the date for. And mm. we were like, oh, why don't we just get married on May the 4th? Ha ha ha. Oh, my God. 
And then that was it's like yeah. Penny dropped. It's like, why the hell don't we get married yeah. on May the fourth? That yeah. is a genius idea. And this was in like a July. So yeah, exactly. So we were like, yeah. yeah, we're getting married in May. So um, yeah, so we told everyone about it, like you know, set the date, and then yeah. we got to planning the wedding, which was again not what everyone thinks. No. It's not a massive ball of stress. It was super easy to plan <laughs> to plan the wedding. You get the invitation sorted. You get them sent out. You get the RSVPs. It's like. People, especially in like films and things like that, they tend to overcomplicate the um, wedding planning process. But it's easy. I don't. I didn't see what the problem was really. Did you? No, no, no. I, I thought it was really. Easy. Sorry, I've got the cat on my lap. Um, I thought it was. Um, yeah, you know, the the key to a wedding is just to plan it really well. Yeah, there wasn't a big. And like I say, this was less than a year we had to plan this wedding, and we got it done like like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard. I just clicked my fingers, but we got it done just like that. And um, it was easy. And then it was done. Mm-hmm. And if you can hear that meowing, that's Bast apparently begging for attention. Ah. Come here. Ah, ah, ah. Um, so, Sorry yeah. Um, and on the run-up to the wedding, there were a couple details that changed that we had to change at the last mm-hmm. minute because of like, financial constraints and things mm-hmm. like that. And we had our wedding reception at Lane 7 in mm-hmm. Newcastle. So I'm not sure how many of you are you know, familiar with it. Um, but we had a wedding reception there and we again we said it as a joke we were trying to mm. figure out where to have our wedding reception like oh my god how cool would it be if we had it at lane 7 which is a bowling alley by the way yeah ah, ah. Um, but it's like a, a really cool three tier like bowling mm-hmm. alley with restaurant and they have really good food and cocktails and things like that um, so yeah we kind of jokingly got in touch with like the events organizer at mm. the um at Lane 7. We At just Lane thought, you seven, know what? Yeah. I think I saw it and I thought, let's just go have a look. Like, yeah. I think we need to have a look. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, we arranged an appointment, went to see it, and she showed us the three different, like, rooms we could have. And the mm. one downstairs, like I say, if, if you're familiar with Lane 7, you know what I'm on about. But if you're not, they have, like, a little basement area, mm-hmm. which at the time had its own private two bowling lanes with a bar. Um, and it was quite a big room and had its own toilets and cloakrooms and things like that. It was a perfect little um, venue area. Um and she was like oh all of this for um was it grand with yeah with with food food, uh you know really nice food it was Mm -hmm. like a buffet type of thing with like five or six different selections that we could make i mean to be fair we always wanted buffet food so that didn't really change anything hey those cats are not happy with each other right now but But they um, live together but um yeah so that was that and then we got married and it was awesome so life since then hasn't really changed for us no. as much no. we were going to try and talk about more of the cliches of marriage and things like that but we're already kind of halfway through <laughs> we're a little over halfway we've, through our time and we only just got married so yeah. yeah we've kind of not really stuck to the brief that we thought about don't ever ask us our life story you will no. die okay so let's in. go into kind of why we wanted to talk about yeah. marriage um so a lot of the time we get comments like it's just a honeymoon period. Yeah. It's going to change. You're not going to be this in love all the time. It's going to, you know, get less fun. All of those kinds of things. And there was um, a little note that I found. So somebody, this lady, managed to write up what marriage means in really a good way. And mm. we thought it really kind of... It was on Tumblr. I mean, if, yeah. if you Googled it, you'd probably find the yeah. article correctly. But it was kind of talking about the fact that, you know, a lot of people always say, you know, new relationship, butterflies, all that. But, like, in a, in a 
longer relationship you don't get butterflies but your heart kind of just gets really like like when warm. you see yeah, the, it, yeah you get like your, you get warm, your heart yeah. doesn't stop when you see the other person anymore but you you instantly become kind of relax mm -hmm. and you know they bring a certain serenity to your life mm -hmm. and i think that's you know i'm not here to tell people how to be married neither no. of us are like no. we're just saying we've been dating now for almost four years now three, and, four three years. and a half four and a half yeah christ it's been that long um and like i say we're not here to tell people how to be married or what no. being in love should feel like we're just saying this is our experience and mm. it's if you're scared, if you have any issues with marriage, like you don't want to get married because you think, oh, I'll destroy the relationship or whatever, don't be worried about it. With the right person, it's not Absolutely. going to. It's just going to make it better. Absolutely. It doesn't change anything. I don't no. think it's changed. Like getting married hasn't changed the dynamic between mm -hmm. us at all. But we're, we've been basically an old married couple since we first got together. Yeah. And I think there were a lot of things that kind of about our relationship helped us have a good marriage. So, yeah. for example, a lot of people say that when they move in together, they have a lot of struggle and a lot of clash. But we we got lucky that we moved in together at a time when we hadn't really individually made like a whole yeah, we kind of life alone. for ourselves. Like we, it's almost like having all those like you know the peop the habits that you have when you live alone. They kind of then have to match up with somebody else's habits. Yeah, they, lived alone. they change the dynamic of how you live together um, with someone else if you have exactly. your own sort so, of structure. So I think the fact that we hadn't necessarily had that is probably good and i think it helped us both in terms of being able to just make our habits together Absolutely. when we moved in together we just made those habits together and it, it helped a lot with everything else that we not, yeah obviously being students we didn't have anything really no furniture no. Or, obviously we had a you know we had quite a bit of clutter just mm -hmm. random random mm -hmm. junk that we'd accumulated like for our rooms and uh, you know at halls and things like that um but it, you know it doesn't you just you have to be, I don't want to say open-minded, because that makes mm. people get defensive quite a lot. Um, you don't really have to, I don't know, I know what I'm trying to say, but, mm. you know, the word compromise is thrown around a lot. And again, that makes people get defensive, but it doesn't have to be that extreme. There are just certain parts of your life that you have to say, I'm not living alone anymore. I have to be, you know, take this other person into consideration, mm. and they're part of my life now. And it's easy. It's so easy. It doesn't have to be hard. No. I don't know how people make it that hard. No, I think I think you know it's about that whole thing. I'd see a lot of um, when I, for example, because let's say like you know one of my hobbies is nail art, hmm. and um, at one point Alex just said, "Well, how about you make me an account on your favorite nail art website and put things in the wish list, and then if I need to buy you some gifts, then I know where to look." And then when I told that like because there's a community around it and i told that community like oh look what my husband did for me and a lot of them were like i can't believe that he did that like my husband would never do that but then it made me kind of think about the fact that you know it needs to be reciprocal as well so for example hmm. well you when, did when i was talking about um starting a warhammer collection mm. that was your first thing because you can get this like starter set from uh, mm. the games workshop mm. um, for the warhammer collection and maggie straight away was like okay i'll get you that exactly so it's it's about kind of you can't just expect the man to accept the feminine hobbies. You also have to kind of look at the, you know, like if a man wants to play games, what's wrong with that as long as he's happy? Like, you know, a lot of women probably have that problem where men play games a lot. But to be fair, if you're not going to take interest and if you're going to just scoff at it, 
then what reason do they have to I mean, kind of try yeah. and get you into it or maybe try and yeah. let you realize it a little more? Or there has to be a bit of give and take more? either way. I you know, so. I don't I don't play video games now nearly as much as I used to uh-huh. because I think, you know, it's well, okay, yeah, it's home time, it's family mm-hmm. time at the end mm-hmm. of the day. You know, mm-hmm. I can't sit and sort of squirrel myself away no. playing video games when you're just going to sit there and I mean you know we both have our own things that we like to do but at the end of the day it's about it's not just having one life anymore no in marriage or when you live together it's you know two of you together now and you you have to take that into consideration all the time but it's Mm. easy yeah and it's a wonderful feeling to have where you know I stopped playing World of Warcraft and things like that and that my friends who I played it with are like oh you're coming on tonight oh no I'm gonna spend time with Maggie they're like oh yeah but why don't you just play video games? I was like, well, because I want to spend time with my wife. Um, and it's it's quite a foreign concept to to quite a lot of people. Um, and we, we just can't understand why, really. Like I say, we're not here to lecture or say, this is how you should live your life. This is how you should be married. This is how you should live together. Everyone does it different ways. And another scrape of the tail there for Bast's uh, jumping on the table. Um and it's, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's there, There's a lot to be said for, you know, um, just kind of, I don't know, if you, if you agree on fundamentals of life, so if you agree on, for example, whether or not you're going to have children, if you agree on whether or not, like, what, like, kind of life you want to live, whether you agree on both being ambitious, one being ambitious, the other one not, like, you know, if the, you agree on fundamental things in life, then all the little things, like for example, a gaming addiction, or like nail art, just fall away. Like they're not that fun. Like they're not the fundamental things. As long as yeah, you agree they, on fundamentals, you can work on everything else. Is what we're basically trying yeah, to say. Yeah, unless you uh, let them affect your relationship, yeah. they don't have to. No, you know, a lot of people tend to get, like I say, quite defensive when they get into a relationship. If mm. they say, like, for example, if we were different people, and Maggie said, "I think you play video games too much." Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd probably get quite defensive about that and mm. say, well, it's my own personal thing. Why don't you let me do it? But again, you ha- both, you know, both people have to take each other into account for it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like so I say, we're not here to lecture. No. We're just here to kind of say marriage and living together and all that kind of stuff. It, it's fun and exciting mm-hmm. and wonderful and the magic doesn't die. No. And, you know, people say it's just the honeymoon period and, you, you know, you're not going to be that in love forever. And it's like, well, yeah, you are. It just changes just, the way that you yeah. approach it, the love. It's not about... It's, instead of having that immediate... Like, when you first get together, obviously, it's just fireworks nonstop, and it's immediate, and after that, it, it dies down a bit, and people mistake that for the love dying, and it's no. not. It's just the comfort mm-hmm. that you take from the other person And it's changes. appreciating the little things, like just like being said, able to be at home and just, you know, have a fleeting kiss, yeah. have a little bit of a cuddle. Yeah. Instead of a bonfire, it's a half mm-hmm. in a house, you know? Yeah, and it um, keeps burning. Yeah. So, like I say, a bit cheesy, and, you know, if you don't like it, that's up to you. But uh, we love being cheesy, and we yeah. love being really romantic. And people ask us, like, oh, you know, just general questions, general office banter, and they're like, oh, you know, what makes you happy? And both of our first reactions are like, oh, it's Alex, or mm-hmm. it's Maggie. Mm-hmm. And we don't even think about it. That's just how we do it. And everyone's like... Oh, it's, you know, half the people in the room are like, oh, it's so romantic. And the other half are just like, Bleh. but mm-hmm. it's not a calculated no. answer. It's just like, it's, it's a, a knee jerk, you know, reaction almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, as long as you can find happiness with each other and as long as you 
you feel that comfort with the other person and as long as that person makes you feel safe then everything else can happen as it goes absolutely so yeah we'll wrap it up we got a little bit off topic there mm, uh, I don't yeah but <laughs> have fun we got a little bit distracted by the cats in between and everything so apologies for that and like I say if the sound quality sounds different it's because we got microphones oh he's Oh, and the cat is playing with the thing right now. Um, so, yeah. Um, Maggie, do you want to wrap us up with a, a random useless fact? Right. So, um, at the end of each podcast, we like to give you a random useless fact to start a conversation or just to to spike your interest in something. So, this useless fact is, in the United States, a pound of potato chips costs 200 times more than a pound of potatoes. Even though it's less. Yeah. Uh, Even though know. all you do is... Slice it up, add oil, and fry. So, yeah. But that's America for you, folks. That's America. But anyway, um, yeah, that wraps everything up. So thank you very much for listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been Maggie. And I've been Alex. And, and this, this was Socially, socially Cause. Cause.